Welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. We bring you a 10-minute episode every single week to give you everything you need to optimize your well-being. The show is brought to you by BodyShot Performance. They use technology and science-based solutions to create happy, healthy, and resilient teams. Find out more at bodyshotperformance.com. And now here's your host, Leanne Spencer. Hello, and welcome back to the show. What do you do that is meditative? So I talk a lot about breathwork and meditation and the benefits, which I'll go through in a second, and why it's one of my non-negotiables every single day to do five or 10 minutes meditation. But quite often when I'm doing keynotes or running workshops or talking to people casually about the power of breathwork and meditation, they come back and say, well, I've tried it. I've tried it and it doesn't work for me. I don't feel relaxed. I don't get the benefits. My mind won't slow down. I keep getting intrusive thoughts. All these kind of quite reasonable, to be honest, objections. So I encourage them to find something to do that is meditative because it doesn't necessarily need to be sitting in a cross-legged position, which I can never do anyway because of tight hips. You know, with your thumb and uh, middle finger or forefinger touching and eyes closed and doing very deep diaphragmatic breathing. Yes, it can be that and it is for many people, but I think meditation has a little bit of an image problem. And actually, if we if we change the notion of what is meditative, we may make it more inclusive and get more people feeling the benefits. So that's the idea. But before all of that, before we dig into that question, Let me tell you why I think this is something that that needs to be on your agenda, that's worthy of your time and attention. Now, breathwork and meditation, brackets, something that is meditative, are incredibly powerful for three reasons. Number one, it's a very, very effective way of reducing your blood pressure. So whether or not you have issues with blood pressure, my father very recently had the most astronomical blood pressure. So one of the things I am trying to get him to do is do something that's meditative. And it's a great way of reducing that science has illustrated time and time again that it can reduce blood pressure. So that's one big reason, whether you're actively trying to reduce blood pressure or looking for preventative ways of of ensuring it doesn't get too high. Number two is it's very effective at reducing resting heart rate. So that's the number of times that your heart beats per minute while you're at rest. The lower the number typically, the better. Athletes will have high 30s, early 40s as a resting heart rate. Your average fit corporate athlete, if you like, your business athlete, your your office workers who keep an eye on fitness are probably late 40s, early 50s. But it varies. So it's also very effective at getting resting heart rate down and it can also take some of the cortisol out of the blood. So it can make us feel literally less stressed. There's less of the stress hormone in the bloodstream. So very, very powerful benefits, I think. And in the words of Tony Robbins, you know, if you haven't got five or 10 minutes a day, you haven't got a life. You know, most people can create that little slither, that little pocket of time to do something if they're wedded to the benefits. But I love it as well because it makes me feel more composed, more calm, less reactive. I enjoy sitting with my eyes closed and listening to the sounds of my environment or to an app. I often use the Peloton app, but Oak's good, Calm is good, Headspace is good. Or like my uncle, when I asked him how long he meditated for, he looked at me, should we say quizzically? And he said, well, until I feel the way I want to feel. For him, the idea that you would have a timer was quite 
strange. But then again, he's retired, so he's got a little bit more time on his hands. He also doesn't use an app. You don't need to use any of these things. And that's another huge reason why it's amazing, because you get those benefits I've talked about and my own anecdotal benefits that I've experienced. And it's probably the most democratically available tool that you'll have to do those things, because anyone can do it anytime, any place. You don't need an app. You don't need to invest any money. You just need to invest some time. And hopefully you're seeing a really good return on investment because you're getting those benefits. So that's that's really, and I'd summarize that by saying it's, it's an incredibly good way of managing your nervous system, your central nervous system. So very briefly, there are two branches to the autonomic nervous system, the part of the nervous system that controls breathing, for example, which happens obviously without our conscious control, but we can take conscious control of the breath, which is a little bit like what I've just been talking about. Two branches, one is the sympathetic and one is the parasympathetic. Think of the sympathetic as as red and the parasympathetic as green. So we can spend lots of time in the red part of the nervous system, no problem, but we need to move across to the the green part every now and again. So think of the red as stress and the green as recovery, which is simplifying things, but it will do. Um, And like I said, we can move between those two nervous system states all day. At night, we want to be really solidly in the parasympathetic green part because we want to be getting restful, restorative sleep. But during the day, more often than not, we will be in the red. And breathwork and meditation or something that's meditative is a great way of moving ourselves into the green, proactively, consciously moving ourselves into the parasympathetic part of the nervous system. Now, in all the conversations I've had over the last decade I've been doing this, sometimes people reasonably say, that kind of meditation isn't working for me. And most recently I had a conversation with a lady who is a very successful businesswoman. She's chairman of a bank in the city of London, Uh, a great, uh, she's climbed Kilimanjaro. She's done lots and lots of things, successful, driven individual. She said to me, I really feel like I'm failing with meditation. And I said, well, why is that? And she said, well, I just don't feel like I'm doing it properly. I don't feel like I'm making it work for me. And I said, well, don't you knit in between meetings? You know, not for long, obviously, but she said, yeah, I do. I said, well, that's meditative. That's a great example of something that is meditative. Taking that little bit of time out to just to knit. And it's not really about the knitting. It's, she was really embracing this notion of trying to get little slithers of recovery during the day. But also she wanted to collect her thoughts from one meeting before she went into the next. Because otherwise at the end of the day, all the actions and the key points have blurred into one. So she was using this as a little slither of recovery. And I said, well, in essence, in essence, you are getting that meditative benefit by doing that. Another conversation with someone was um, a gentleman who liked to build balsa airplanes in a shed at the bottom of the garden. Again, very successful, driven individual. That is meditative walking in nature, if you're not pushing your pace or listening to something on your headphones, although maybe you could do that. That in essence is meditative. Taking a bath, maybe. Um, Focusing on the sounds around you. If you're in nature, I was camping a couple of weeks ago and we were playing our guitars for a bit and talking a lot. And then we would stop talking and just listen to the sounds in nature. Foxes screaming in the night, the wind in the trees, other animals scurrying around and 
I, I could swear I could hear things sniffing at our tent, wondering who's that and what are they doing in our environment. All of that kind of stuff can be meditative. Heartfulness, doing something that you really love, that's just about you and nobody else, even if it's just five or 10 minutes a week, that also can be meditative. So what I really want to draw your attention to here is that I think everybody should have five or 10 minutes in their day where they do something that is meditative. It doesn't necessarily need to be conventional meditation. That's not what I'm trying to air quotes sell you the idea of. But I think it's an opportunity to get some recovery. It's an opportunity to tap back into something that's just about you and your well-being and do that as a non-negotiable four, five or 10 minutes a day. So I hope that has given you a little bit of impetus to think about this. If you don't already have that thing in, then then consider what it could be and just start doing it. Start now if you can. And in terms of building that non-negotiable habit, here's another little thing I would drop in for you, which is something I actually got from uh, a property developer whose newsletter I read, um, a guy called Rob Dix, D-I-X. And he said this, he got it from somewhere else as well, but the idea is never miss twice. So if you're building in this little five, 10 minute meditative slither of recovery, but let's say you do it today and you miss it tomorrow, don't miss it the day after that. Never miss twice. And that way you can get straight back up on the horse and get back on with that habit that you're trying to build. But hopefully you'll get benefit from it. You'll get benefit from doing something meditative and you'll want to keep doing it. It won't be a chore. So that's it for this week. Share this with anybody who needs to hear it. Thanks as always for listening. Stay healthy. Have a great week and all the very best for now. To find out more about what Leanne and the team at Body Shop Performance do for companies, head over to www.bodyshopperformance.com. While you're there, why not take our Wellbeing at Work scorecard and find out how your business measures up in four key areas of well-being. Well-being strategy and aspirations, well-being resources and training, energy and motivation, leadership and values. Thanks for listening and see you next week.